Watching the sun bake All of those tourists Covered with oil Strumming my six strings On my front porch swing Smell those shrimp They've again and avoid Wasting Rest in peace to the great Jimmy Buffett. Came into Jimmy songs later in life, but every time someone put on a Jimmy Buffett song, you knew you were in for a great afternoon or evening. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, uh, to the High Button Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Belanger. I hope you're having a great day out there, getting by, doing what you do, and uh, living this life. Today's episode is brought to you by ProLineStadium.com, Atlantic Canada's home field for great sports betting. September means football is back and a new promo offer has arrived to ProLine Stadium. Head to alc.ca or ProLineStadium.com and you can earn up to $50 in parlay tokens each week on football. Now until October 8th, 2023, making a wager of $15 or more on a four or mic four or more pick parlay that includes football on pro line stadium bets or fantasy will earn you a $10 parlay token that can be used on a pro line parlay of four or more picks that include at least one football event maximum of five tokens can be earned each week tokens expire october 31st 2023 bet on pro line all season long at prolinestadium.com or download the a l C app must be 19 years of age or older please play responsibly hope everyone's having a great week i know i said that at the intro but i can't stress it enough i actually do hope you're having a great week um today on the high button podcast brett draper brett's just that guy coming up in uh, nova scotia playing lacrosse names are talked about you know if, if you have skill if you have determination work ethic you know you all you know the words i'm trying to say here if you have these words uh engraved in your personality and uh, and everything that you bring to to the game of lacrosse people are going to talk about you um and brett draper's name was always a name that was talked about earlier in the day or earlier in his career excuse me when uh when he played for the dartmouth bandits i always remember his name being uh being dropped of a guy that's going to go do something with the game of lacrosse fast forward i don't know how many years later he's in the nll playing for the colorado mammoth um also playing for the coquitlam adnax who arguably have the best jerseys in lacrosse um i remember actually seeing the adnax back when i was i was representing nova scotia in, in a tournament in British Columbia I don't know I forget all the years are mashing together right now but I remember seeing those jerseys for the first time and just seeing the stadium it was a perfect little stadium for a a lacrosse team and we had such a great time as a team watching these Adnacks play so physical and I remember coming from Nova Scotia like lacrosse wasn't as physical coming up but getting to see those big boys play um, at Coquitlam was really eye-opening for me so it's cool now uh brett draper's playing for those guys also out in colorado something about colorado they just love the maritimes they love that maritime grit what i mean if i if i lived in colorado and i was a gm i'd love that maritime grit too you can't get it anywhere else but here um and brett brings that everywhere he goes really grateful brett's coming on the podcast he's home right now uh he's been on before really great conversation the first time he came on a lot to discuss uh a lot has happened 
So I hope you enjoy. I'm Justin Belanger. We're talking to Brett Draper. Here we go. You know what comes next. Mr. Draper. What's going on? How are you? Back again. Third time's a charm. Is it been the third? Is this the this third? Is the third time, yeah. Well, no. Yeah, it is. Time flies. Time flies. Time flies when you're having fun, I guess. Tell yeah. Tell yeah. How is life? Life's good, man. Is it? It's busy. In what sense? Uh, working, traveling a bunch. Like, feels like Halifax is like my third home right now. To no. Yeah. Is that a good or bad thing? Uh, it depends. Yeah. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. I hear it can, uh, that's the thing. I live here, but I hear when people come back, they go, eh, it could kind of be a bubble sometimes, mm-hmm. but I don't feel like I'm in a bubble because I live here. But when you live away and you come back for months at a time, you feel that bubble. Do you feel like you feel a little bit of a bubble or not? A little bit, but I love yeah. it here. Yeah. Like, and every time I'm away, like, I don't know what it is, but I just want to come back every time. Really? When I'm in Van or Denver, it's like, ah, oh, you know, like I enjoy my time while I'm there, but it's good to be home. Good to enjoy people and I know the family and stuff, so. It makes you appreciate it. For sure. It makes you appreciate sure. this part of the world. Not even the landscape, but like you said, the people. Something is the little things. Just the little things of people holding the door. Uh, people asking, how are you? People asking about your family. It's sure. it's, uh, it's a rare thing in today's universal society, I guess. The city's got a different vibe to it, man. I've been to a lot of cities the last year, and Halifax is still up there for one of the coolest cities. I like it as well because it's yeah. young. It'll always be young as yeah. long as those universities are here. I agree. Which is great for this business. I agree. Like that young demographic. It's I agree. fun. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. So what's up, man? You're good? Everything's good? Things well, are good, when, when do you, When do you head back? When do you leave? We got the email a couple days ago. We start November 2nd back in Denver. Such a middle America town. Yeah, it's cool. Was it a little nerve-wracking going for from sure. Halifax to for Denver? Sure. It's big, big city. Big travel day. First time I went down there. First actually, so first training camp last year, they lost my gear on the way up there. So I had to wear all new gear for the first practice. Look, <laughs> Welcome to the NLL. Like I'll, I've, had, I've worn new, new hockey gear, and yeah, it sucks, but new lacrosse gear is the worst. I only had my head, like the only, oh, it's the only part I added, like new helmet, new gloves, knew everything i only had my head like i i put that on and put it in my backpack i still have lacrosse gear from like my third year lacrosse like shoulder pads arm like i just you, I know, st- you know why would you it's you don't need to change i still it. wear it from like when i I have my shoulder pads from when i was in peewee in the nll you wear shoulder pads from in the when you're yeah. in peewee yeah i'll send you a picture when i'm wearing them tomorrow night it's, no way they're like a bib yeah tomorrow night what's tomorrow night we have like a floor time something like the nll guys and all those fellas okay. over at the gray. So. Oh, yeah? Yeah, KJ's putting it on. The gray, that's... Oh, that's not the Bulls. Gray's the... I know, yeah, so... The other... Yeah. My rinks are getting mixed the up. The greasy yeah. one in Dartmouth. No, I know. Uh, yeah. yeah I, the I, there's rumors that they were... that There was rumors that the Thunderbirds were going to buy that and put turf in it. They should. Because the concrete's terrible. There's no AC. They don't do anything to it. They just open the door and say, all right, guy, like we have to sweep it ourselves if we want to use it. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, it's terrible. Keeps you humble. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I bet it has a nice smell, too. Oh, it smells terrible. <laughs> yeah, you gotta. You can't wear nice shoes in there because they'll be all dirty after and all that stuff. Yeah. But it's good. Yeah, that'll be fun. When, when the trade went down, was there a sense of, ah, oh, like my hometown doesn't want me? Or like what, what was the sense when you got traded to Denver? Was it Were you happy? Were you, I want to prove these guys wrong? I want to – where was your head at emotionally? Well, I was, I was released from Halifax, actually, yeah. after training camp. And then that whole year, I, I wasn't doing anything. I wasn't, like, in the league at all. That's when I went to BC last summer and played uh, senior A in Coquitlam. Arguably the best jerseys in lacrosse. 
I would say one of the best, to be honest. And yeah, I had a good summer, a really good summer. And then so my coaching, my two coaches from there are actually the coaches of Colorado. So they were kind of like, you know, doing some whatever you want to call that. Then a couple of months later, <laughs> I signed in Colorado. And no regrets. No regrets. No, I love it. Yeah, I was talking to a couple teams like last summer after after the summer. But I thought, you know, like I'm familiar with these guys and, you know, I know how kind of how they run stuff. So Pacer had a similar story where he had a coach, I think, in your where, where did Pacer go to school? He went to Brock. Yeah, and he had a coach there that coached for Philly. And that's how that whole thing happened. Yeah. It, it sounds like it's a very similar way. When you just talk to a coach, you get to know someone within an organization, and if they like you, you'll go there. Is that for sure? Yeah, that, especially like in the summer, like summer ball and stuff. Like I was with those guys every day for you know three, four months, right? So they see, they get to know you well, like they know how you play and stuff. And you know, if they think you'll fit, then you know they they said, hey, like we want you to come play with us. So, so do like, do NLL teams like like build through the draft or build through free agency a bit of both like the free agency is definitely i'd say bigger than the draft like obviously a lot of guys live in toronto and bc too so that helps like those teams like toronto's like filled with like just toronto guys that are like super good because they don't have to travel like as much and all that stuff so and all those coaches in the nll coach in the summertime too like they're all in like the msl wla like every coach in the my league is an nll coach just like just getting guys come play, like just getting guys' ears and stuff. And I've yeah, heard that's it's crazy. Though. It's just crazy how it happens. You can kind of see it even when you're like playing against them. Like, you know, a couple weeks later, this guy gets traded to like the team he's coaching. You're like, oh, that's crazy. I've heard it's stories crazy. that some of those leagues are better than the NLL. Like, it's uh, more competitive and sure. more. I, that's what I've heard. A lot of guys, like, they're playing for their hometown and stuff. And it's they're almost like all star teams. Like, the Man Cup's going on right now. New West and Six Nations are playing. And I would say that Six Nations team would be, like, the best team in the NLL, for sure. Why is that? I don't know, man. They, they can pay guys money to come play for them and stuff. And um, I don't know. They're bringing a lot of guys. And when you – people want to win a Man Cup. It's, like, the biggest trophy in lacrosse, debatably. So, yeah, people want to win. And, yeah, like, their team's stacked. Like, stacked. Like, yeah. it's like there's, like, four or five MVPs on the roster. Just playing summer ball, yeah. Oh, is it ever frustrating though, like building chemistry in the NLL? Like the the, the most times I've ever been really successful at lacrosse was playing on those provincial teams. But mm -hmm. you're practicing every day, playing yeah. four times a week, yeah. and you're just like you're you're just killing yourself for the game. And it's the best I've ever been because I mm -hmm. played every day. Right. Is it tough in the NLL to build chemistry with teammates? I feel like some teams might have that problem, but you know, kind of everyone's going through the same thing. Like some guys will live in Denver and like that, but obviously most guys are like working like day-to-day -day jobs and stuff. So yeah. we're all going through the same thing. Like we all get it, but when we see each other like Friday to Sunday, it's like, you know, worth each other like every minute of the whole weekend. So it's like kind of hard to not to get to know a guy and like you have a roommate, like usually like someone new every other week. So, which is good. You get to meet new guys. Like I'm like good friends with all those guys now. So yeah, it's good. Any run-ins with the uh, Colorado Avalanche players in the hallways? One time... So I don't even know how they did this. We played at seven that night, and they had like a like a matinee on like Saturday, at like twelve or one o'clock. So as we were leaving, like as we're coming in, they're all leaving, and we kind of like ran into like Kale McCarr and all that stuff. And like I don't know him, but like my goalie's like a big deal in Colorado. So like he's like, oh, what's up, boys? Like how you doing? Like all that. And like yeah, it was pretty cool. But other than that, like nothing really. That must be so cool. Just not even in your home rink, but just to be able to go in other like professional stadiums and just see behind the scenes. That must be sick. So cool. Like we're in Calgary, like Denver, like, you know, you're walking by like the avalanche locker room and like the flames locker room. You're like, oh, there's so many like just awesome athletes have been in and out of, like that dressing room. It's like, yeah, it's a pretty cool feeling. Yeah, it's history everywhere you go. Yeah. History. Buffalo's cool. Key Bank's a cool arena playing they fill that place up and yeah like sabers locker room all that stuff like yeah it's super cool yeah i've heard good way yeah 
Buffalo, oddly enough, I've heard just really good fans. Oh, yeah. We, Great fans. We played them the finals, and I think we played them twice in Buffalo. They sold out like 19,000 both games. No. It was rocking. Is yeah. that the most you've ever played in front of? I wasn't playing, but it's the most I've ever like seen like wow. in a building at one time. Yeah, it was it was crazy. How what, how did you feel about the travel? Uh, it was good. Like, um, it's obviously tough. Like, I'm two to four flights a weekend, like usually two to get to wherever I'm going on the West Coast, and then like two home. It's not like the worst, but it definitely could be better, but can't really complain about it. Quick flight to Toronto, then usually Toronto to wherever we're going. So yeah, yeah. So where are you resigning for the majority like of the year? Like where's home? I was in Halifax like okay. most of the time last year. I would stay a couple weeks at a time. Like I stayed in Denver for probably like three weeks total. Then we were in San Diego for a week, so we stayed down there for the whole week. That was pretty dope. That's pretty sick. Yeah, yeah. Vegas went to Vegas a couple times. Just stayed for the weekend though. Just in and out. You can't stay at that place too long. Why is that? Vegas is scary, <laughs> man. Scary. I lost my wallet one time coming home. You lost it or someone stole it? No, well, that's, well, we don't know, but lost it, never found it, never got a call or anything. No. I had to get like a new ID, new credit card, new like new health card. Did you have your passport still? I have my passport, yeah. My passport's always my backpack, but my wallet, yeah, I lost it somewhere and didn't realize it until I got to Toronto. I was just hungry. I was like, all right, phone's dead. I was like, I need to get some food. And then I was like, just, you know, scrummed into my bag and realized i didn't have it and i was like oh what a nightmare this is awful worst feeling especially in the country where you're not from yeah it was terrible it was terrible i don't know what the canadian embassy's like in vegas but i'm sure it's <laughs> I not, imagine, yeah i'm sure it's not the best place it's at the, it's at the bottom of the luxor yeah. <laughs> like, right. yeah you guys spend 100 bucks you want to talk to us in here you're like all right whatever you gotta spend 100 bucks <laughs> yeah. if you want to talk you're to like, us. Right, man, whatever. you gotta bet roulette yeah. if you get on black then you can talk to us yeah. if not see ya but yeah it's good that place is yeah usually fly in practice then the next morning, like, shoot around, and then you're basically, like, going to get lunch, taking a nap. If you, if you, like, are a napper, then go to the game, and then you're usually fine out the next morning. So it's a pretty quick turnaround, but Sick. it's good. So what are some things you've learned about yourself as a, as a player at that level? What are things that you're working on in order to compete? Uh, first thing is, like, you're not as good as you think you are. Like, coming out of junior and all that stuff, like, obviously, like, here, I was like, oh, you know, like. Yeah, don't burst my bubble. I think I'm still pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, you, you get there and you realize, like, you know, let's say in junior here, like, you know, there's probably, like, maybe one other guy that, like, was at my level at some point. And then you get there and there's, like, you know, 50 other guys in the league that are just as good as you are at what you do. So it's humbling for sure. But, you know, it makes you want to work a little harder, get better. So Is there a part of yourself that you've just, like, never met before? You're like, all right, Brett, you're going to have to dig a little bit deeper here. For sure. Training camp last year was tough. It was really tough. They put us to the ringer last year. Like beep test ringer? No, no, they did. They weren't nothing like off floor fitness, but just like the pace of practice. And it's like everyone's so good. Like we're not dropping balls. Like just stuff like that. So high pace. Like you won't see like two drop balls like ever. Like at a practice in the NLL. If we drop two balls, our coach is gonna run us. Like no, if we drop two balls, it's like a problem. Yeah, but just like it doesn't happen. It's not expected to happen. Like we all should be able to catch and pass at this point. So fair enough. Yeah, that's crazy. The pace is the pace is crazy. I've I've never been through a lacrosse training camp in my life because in Halifax you're just if you show up you're on the team. Yeah, literally. And I've always not always I just I think from the outside looking in, it would be awkward being that guy who's trying really hard on defense. Is that a thing or is it no? Give it everything you absolutely oh, have. Man, oh no, like you're. I don't know. I just practice games like we practice. We go hard to practice. Yeah, like some of our practices were harder than like our training camp dates for sure. The gate the night before a game too. These guys just got to, you know. You Your own teammate. You're hacking his arm. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm trying to, you know, like at the end of the day, they're all my, like, good friends and teammates. But, like, I want to play over that guy. So, 
if I'm working harder at this guy practice, maybe I'll get in the lineup, you know? So it's like, it's a tough balance to find, but we all get it. We all, everyone's trying to play, make more money. So yeah, it's, a, it's something I just don't get. It's yeah. something I've always showed up here on the team. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Was that the first time that you were in that environment? Because like when you go to Coquitlam or wherever, you're you're on the team. There's no tryouts, is there? No, like in Coquitlam last summer, it was like kind of show up and they're like, you know what? If everything goes good, we'll keep you like, you know, like after the deadline, which is like July 1st. So you are you already would have played like X amount of games before. And then the thing with like summer ball too is some teams are still playing like up until – like, we were the last team to, like, finish in the NLL. So we were done, like, first week of June. We missed, like, three summer ball games already. So we had, like, seven guys from Colorado that were on my summer ball team. So we came back and, like, ex-motor guys got cut, like, right away just because they literally just needed guys to play those games till we got back. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that's how it worked over there. Yeah. Yeah, because what a roster is, like, 18, 20 guys. So obviously – yeah, I think six or seven guys from my like mammoth team were on my Coquitlam team. On Coquitlam and in Colorado, is it coach calling who's up next, or is it is when I played? It's just you just keep going down the line. It's not all right. You're out. You're out. You're out. Is it all right, Draper? You're out. All right, whoever you're out. Yeah, sometimes like there's situations where like we'll just roll the lines, but there's a power lot of times play, yeah. power like sure, power play, penalty kill, ball team. If you're in like a tight game, a game we kind of need to win. You know, if you get off your your gas, coach is like, hey Draper, like I need you right now. You're like. All right, like, I'll, I'll be back. So, yeah, like, I don't know, in the NLL and, like, summer ball, like, it's kind of expected, like, every guy can play, like, and guard anybody. But there'll be times for sure where like, you'll be double, triple shifting depending on the situation. Yeah. How's your cardio right now? How long? How many miles do you think you could run right now? Uh, I don't know, probably a lot. I don't really, like, train like that. I do a lot of, like, sprinting and stuff. You ever run up Citadel Hill? No. No, I haven't run up <laughs> Citadel Hill. I do, a lot of, like, I do a lot of, like, treadmill sprints at the gym. I'm on the floor a good amount, too, so – my cardio is good. I've never like ran like kilometers or miles like that, but I feel like I go for a while just because I wouldn't want to stop because I want to go for a long time. So nice. Yeah. Were you just coaching a Nova Scotia team? Yeah, I was coaching the field U nineteen team. No way. Yeah, and I'm not a field guy either, so it was a pretty big learning experience for me too. Well, that's pretty. It was good. I mean, you're coaching um, D. Yeah, I was a D coach, just yelling at them. Yeah, he just, he just bought a long pole, showing up, <laughs> yeah. acting like you knew what you're doing. Yeah, well, so Liam, like Gogan, was the head coach, John Gogan, and then Liam McGraw, um, he was the other. He was like the O coach, just won like a national championship with Lenore Ryan, like wow. D two. So he knows what he's talking about, like a lot. So he was like kind of running the show a little bit, and then I would just be back there, just yelling at the defense, just like who's help, who's help, and like you know we got to hit people. So it was like. <laughs> It was pretty funny, but they got, they understood I was kind of learning, but I got it to a point where I could, you know, I could kind of put those guys in the places where we needed to, so. Nice. It was good. Yeah, we finished one, two, and one. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Where was it? It was in PEI. Okay. First time ever really, like, being in PEI, too, for like a couple of days. Yeah, how was the turnout in PEI? Good. There was eight teams in our division and 10 in the U17. They said it was the most teams ever had in one of those tournaments. Man, lacrosse is growing. Yeah, it was good. A lot of good games, too. Ontario ended up winning both finals. Nothing new. BPC, like, by, like, one or two goals in both finals. What is it about Ontario? Is it the number of kids that are born there? Is it the coaching? Is it just they start at an early age, like, we start hockey? What, like, what is I'd it say about like, I'd say, like, uh, I'd say, like, probably all three, to be honest. Like, obviously, the having more people helps, for sure, more people to choose from. Um, a lot of those NLL guys and like professional guys like are from there too. So they're the ones that are like, going back and coaching. Like there's like some of those like Orangeville teams that are like minor, like their coaching staff is like the same coaching staff that's like in the NLL coaching like 12 year olds. So they just bring them up. They just like go with them up until like junior and they're just stacked. Always just so good. So polished. I've watched like Bantam games where like they like break the ball better than like our junior teams here. 
which is just like crazy to think about. It's like, would, would they beat us? No, because we're too big and strong for them. But like, they just like don't like. They're just way more polished than the junior teams here, which is crazy to say, but it's true. Yeah, same with BC. Like same thing. Like they're the, definitely two like high, like highly populated like lacrosse cities in Canada, Vancouver and Toronto. So it's just yeah, it's crazy to see those young teams, those minor teams. They are just so like developed and way more ahead than we'll ever be. That puts such a responsibility on your shoulders. For sure. It's like you just I don't correct me if I'm wrong, but like you just can't come here and like sit on a couch. Like it's almost your duty to Yeah, and it's like it's I, your duty to coach and and give guidance. Yeah, and like, you know, I don't even I don't want to I wanna I wanna be the guy that's like, you know, getting kids like interested and involved and uh yeah, just trying to get them to the level like me and some other guys like are just fortunate to be at right now. I'll never forget my first experience on uh, a national stage. It was in British Columbia, Burnaby. Uh, I mean, I don't know, U15 something. Uh-huh. We've all been there. And we got there on a practice day. And the team before us was, I don't know, probably, no, it was uh, Iroquois. Yeah. And it was just, everyone knows this moment. If you're coming from Nova Scotia, you walk out there and you see these kids the same age as you, just zipping, no drop pass, mm-hmm. just zipping, hitting, little light tap. You saw, I think I saw the can opener for the first time in oh, my yeah. life during this practice right before us. And it was just such an eye opener to yeah. see these young kids the same age as me. You know, they got muscle, they have skill. There's no, they even like look good. Like their, their gear even like looks better. It was just so crisp. And to be able to see that for the first time as a 31 year old man, I'll never forget it. Never forget it. And then playing against Ontario, I remember we were warming up and I had the worst warm up ever because I was just watching them. Oh yeah. Cause we, I don't think it was either Ontario or BC, someone we didn't get to see practice. And I remember just looking at that toward that warm up, being like, Jesus Christ. It's crazy too. If you look back at those rosters, like you'd probably be like, yeah, Jasper, yeah. Probably 10 of those guys, like on those Ontario teams, would still be in the NLL like the other day. I found uh, the other day, I was like just going through some of my old stuff. I found like my like pamphlet from like my first time at Bantam Nationals. I was like, let's go look through these like rosters, see if I recognize any names. Like almost every province, I recognize like six, seven guys that are like still playing like high level to the day. It's crazy to think. A bunch of my BC buddies are on like Team BC and stuff, and it's just like crazy that we played those guys like so far long ago, and now we're all just like playing against you. Like still, it's just like it's crazy. Yeah, it's a drug that game, man. Yeah, I yeah. walked. I, I don't I haven't played in three years, and I walked into the senior championship game the mm-hmm. other day. Congrats! Shout out to uh, the orangutans, and I was hooked right away like i got mad that i didn't have my gear on yeah. like the smell the 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 sound the squeaks the, the, the squeaks yeah. the the little fights in the corner the oh fuck you movie just like <laughs> yeah. i i found myself getting upset yeah. it's it's, yeah. it's a drug that game it's it's unbelievably addictive yeah i don't i don't even know how to explain why it is but yeah no i love it i it's kind of it's like my life i base everything else around it so yeah yeah you love it that much. Yeah, I have to. Wow. I have to. To be at that level, you have For to sure. give it, you have to be in 100%. You got to be 100% in it or you're not at all. Can't be a 50-50 guy. Can't be. Can't be. Is there any guys that you play with that are that good that? Uh, Well, like, I mean, like, yes and no, I guess. Like, uh, I have a lot of, like, some of my, like, teammates are, like, some of the best in the world. Like, our goalie, uh, shout out Dylan Ward. He's, like, one of the best field goalies in the world. And he's, like, debatably the best box goal in the world, too. He, like... He works for the mammoth. Like he's just, uh, yeah, he like lives, breathes it. But yeah, he's. There's just guys like that. They're just like I don't know. It's crazy. Like they just have this aura to them, and it's yeah. like yeah, they're just down. Yeah, just so good. I just don't get it. I'm like I really <laughs> just don't get it. Like these guys are scoring like a hundred points like a a year in the NLL. It's like it's just like 
something I will never do. And it's like, I can accept that now that I'm in the NLL. It's like, I will never be that guy, you know? Yeah. I know my role. I know what I'm, I know what I'm good at. I know what I'm not good at, especially at that level too. So I had this conversation with Morgan Barron plays for the Winnipeg Jets. It's like, he's like, he plays with guys who puts up, you know, a hundred points in the NHL. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'll try to compare myself to them because, like, they don't do anything that differently. Like, mm-hmm. there's nothing incredibly insane about them, but somehow they just put up 100 points. Mm-hmm. And it's just an odd thing to look at compared to the little things that they do so mm-hmm. correctly because the, the big things, you know, he's, the buddy's dumping the puck, going mm-hmm. to get it, gets to the front of the net, puck deflects off him, goes in. Mm-hmm. But he's like, it's just those little details that they have mastered. I think they said that about Kobe, too. He's like... He was just the fundamental genius. Oh, yeah. Like the little fundamentals, the little things that the average person doesn't see, they're just masters at. And apparently that's what makes these athletes so great. They're just fundamentals, little details, just perfect. Yeah, I've heard that guy talk about Kobe. It was like he he wouldn't like look for like a, like an opening against a D guy. He would just try and get to like spots on the floor that he knew he could make a shot from like 10 out of 10 times. So he's not even trying to beat you like to the net. He's just trying to beat you to like a certain spot on the floor where he can pull up and like hit a jump shot that he knows is going to go in like 99 or 100 times, which is like a crazy thing to think about. It's like, you know, some guys are trying to go that way. Well, he's just trying to go that way just because he knows he's not going to miss from that spot because he's just done that shot so many times. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's like a different mindset almost. That yeah. I haven't even like, I just can't, I haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. yeah. Fundamentals are boring too. Yeah. So they're tough to practice. Well, I don't want to work. I want to go down <laughs> sling breakaways on, on Nate. Like a, I don't want to. Yeah. It's crazy. It is. It's fun to watch though. It is seeing fun. like great players play. I think that's great where the Thunderbirds come in here and you get to see some of these. Not that the Thunderbirds don't have great players, but just seeing the best in the world come to the city. It's yeah, it's a like, lot of fun. They play a lot of good teams last year too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's full of them. Obviously, it's like it's the highest league you can play in. But yeah, some of those guys are just like next level. It just like it almost doesn't even make sense. Like some of it's just like situational stuff. Like you know they're so good growing up and it's like they get in the league then like they're just like automatically like that guy already but then it's like you get to take like some guys can just shoot the ball whenever they want and no one's gonna say anything to them right because they're expected like eventually they're gonna like put the ball in that so it's like just keep shooting yeah just keep shooting yeah we got guys like that every every team's got guys like that you gotta trust your guns right shot clocks at like 25 seconds you just let one rip anyways oh yeah we, we had we, we had a guy on <laughs> our summer team uh shout out clark walter he yeah yeah he was like uh, he was our guy like so it was like you can do whatever you want like a green light green light like you know if it takes a bad shot runs the bench it's like all right maybe we don't shoot that next time but like <laughs> keep shooting though because like we need you to shoot the ball so it's like guys like that that it's there's like a different they're in a different level like different space that yeah yeah playing the percentages yeah yeah i got a little bit of a leash like sometimes like take a couple like on a breakaway or two on one it's like okay maybe let's pass that one next time so, <laughs> yeah fair yeah i get it though um how much fun is playing in coquitlam when i went as a kid and I don't know what day of the week it was, but it was packed. Mm-hmm. Fans were there. Jerseys looked great. Floor was great. Popcorn, I remember to this day. Mm-hmm. How much fun is it playing there? It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, the WLA is like a super cool league. Like Again, it's like basically all pro guys just playing in the summertime, right? So it's like still like the best competition you can play against. Like Some of those cities, like uh, we we get like pretty good, like good amount of fans. Like some like a team like Victoria over on the island, they like they have like three, four thousand people like at every game. It's like a little like I don't even like it's almost full. Like it looks like it's full. It's and it's packed too. It's like uh Queens Park, New West, same thing. Like it's always just jumping in there. It's like just like something about it. I don't know. Super fun. The energy's crazy. Yeah. Well yeah. BC in general just has a it's beautiful. Has like a vibe about it. I love that place. It's fun. Yeah, we we're probably like Coke Whitlam's like forty minutes from Vancouver, like thirty, forty. 
but yeah, it's just like so much going on. It's so busy. Like there's so many people there. The mountains are beautiful. Yeah. There's so much to do outside of the game. Yeah. I fell in love with that place for sure. Shamrocks. Where are they? Victoria. Victoria. That's Victoria. Yeah. Okay. Okay. On the island. 4,000. Yeah. Yeah, I've played played there in front of like 4,000 people in like a summer league game, which is crazy. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Getting around in BC is fun too. Like everyone, the, well, the train system's good out there. Yeah. If you got to get anywhere, you can get the somewhere Sky on the train. train yeah, the yeah. Sky Train. Yeah, Sky Train's good. You get there anywhere. We usually take the, the we'll take like a bus to like the. They have like two big ferries that go from like Van, like Vancouver to the island too, and those are super cool too. They cross like the ocean kind of. Like the mountains are everywhere. It's uh it's crazy. Yeah. First time when I went when I was there last summer, it was like everything we did every day. I was like, this is just unbelievable. <laughs> like this is crazy. <laughs> I, I, like, I was there for a week before when I was younger, but, like, I was, like, 12 or 13, so I didn't really appreciate it that much. Yeah. And, like, to the day, even when I got home, like, this summer, I was like, man, like, that place is special. Uh, that, that's a good place. 100%. Yeah. Were, were you there when the fires were going down? Uh, That was, like, kind of when we were leaving, like, um, towards the end of the summer. I got back, like, uh, beginning of August. We didn't make the playoffs this summer, so. <sighs> Sorry about that. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. One. Yeah, we had a big uh, – so last summer we had, like – we did great. We finished like first in the WLA. Um, got bounced in the first round. Had a tough, uh, tough matchup against Nanaimo. And then this summer, a lot of guys didn't come back. A lot of guys played senior B and stuff. So we just had like a whole different team, and it was kind of tough. Like I said, like we had a bunch of guys come in late and stuff. Yeah. We were already like zero and three at that time, so it's like we're already chasing. Mm-hmm. And it was it was tough, but it was good. Same like you know, competition. Like awesome teammates, great coaches. Everything about that was good. Yeah, we just couldn't we just couldn't buy wins. Playing lacrosse could be worse. Could be worse. Could be way worse. In BC, it could be a lot worse. Hundred percent. Could have been in Saskatchewan. Or something. <laughs> they got a league there. No, they don't. No, they don't. No, they don't. No, but I just remember going to that uh, that game Adnax, just eye opening too. That yeah. whole trip was eye opening. Just yeah. going to BC and seeing the lacrosse culture. It was sick. Yeah, they just I, take it so serious. Yeah, and I went there last summer. Like same thing. Like you show up, and you know, it was like probably last year. We probably had. By the end of the year, after like the season and stuff, like there was probably like out of like our twenty like four guys, like seventeen guys were like on an NLL roster. So that just like shows like how like deep some of those teams are, and yeah, just like MVPs, like guys that are, like best in the world. Our goalie last summer, Christian Del Bianco, he won MVP of the WLA, and then during the NLL this year, he won MVP <laughs> the NLL. It's crazy. I'm just like hanging with that guy all the time. Like just sit by him in the locker room. You don't even realize like the pedigree those guys have. In the lacrosse world, yeah. So same question, like, what is it about them that make them great? I don't know, man. He's exactly. Just, You're like Baron. I, I, I don't know. I can't yeah. even, like, he's just like a, you know, he's a regular dude. Like, and obviously, you know, the guys like that, I heard about them before I went up there. But even me, I got there the first time. I was like, I was like kind of nervous, like, go to our first practice, like, meet all these guys. Like, you know, like, I was kind of fans of them almost, right? I wasn't at that level they were yet. So it was cool. But, yeah, I don't know. It's guys like that. They all, like, most of them just work, like, regular jobs, like, day to day. And just, like, I don't know. They have this switch. Like, just turn on on the weekend. It's like Christian, he's like he just has his own like construction company during the week, and then he's like the best goalie in the world. Like on the week, I don't know. It's the people's game. It's crazy. It's the yeah, people's game. It's, it's just you know the, the the regular guy going around playing on the weekend. It's crazy. It's the people's game, and they're like sick for like for what they have to do outside of lacrosse. Like you know, I'm sure a lot of them like can't commit like four or five times a week to the gym and like training and stuff. So like like just how like athletic some of these guys can be, like just from like you know like doing the bare minimum just to stay in shape to play on the weekends it's like incredible like if if everyone got to focus like 100 percent on the cross and like just see where the game could go from there it'd be crazy that's an interesting thought yeah. i never thought of it like that if lacrosse was 
if you guys were getting paid year round, like if every guy could just play lacrosse and not work, like it's already at like you know like the lacrosse area at like the highest level it's ever been, but it would just take a whole nother step because everyone would just be so much more dialed in. Man, I wonder if that's like a thing in the future. I that's mean, interesting. I mean, they're trying for sure. Like it's definitely like on their to do list. I don't think it's gonna happen like anytime in the next like ten years, but there'll be a time eventually where the guys will be just just playing lacrosse. You think? For sure. Yeah. That would sure. be cool. That'd be I hope I like get to live and see that world. Yeah. There's a lot of guys that play in both leagues, like the NLL and the PLO, and like all they do is play lacrosse. They make enough money. And those are the guys that are like, you know, like the best of the best. The real deal. Yeah. Some of the stick work on those guys. It's just it's crazy. Ball in and out of their stick. But yeah. then it's right back in their stick because the guy that they pass it to is just as good. You can just pick a corner. It's just like I think I can shoot pretty well. Like some of these guys, it's just like they can hit a corner like 10 out of 10 times. Like, they can put the ball like wherever they want. When I, when I went to the the Prague tournament and I got to play in the All-Star game, mm. and that was one of the most fun games I've ever had because every single – no disrespect to anyone I've ever played with before, right. but you you got the ball out of your stick, it was back in your stick right. two seconds later. Yeah. And then you had the respect of, okay, if I give it, you're giving it back, I'll yeah. give it right back to the next guy. Yeah. And it was just the most fun because I ba- I built chemistry with these guys over two hours. Right. Just playing a game and passing the ball around, it was so much fun. I couldn't imagine getting to do that every day. Just knowing, like you said, no drop balls. Ball's coming in your stick. If that guy's in the corner and he's open and you zing it at him 75 miles an hour, it's going in his mesh and he's putting it yeah, in. he's like, going to catch it, yeah. Like, they make you look good. Yeah, it's just, oh, it was the, It was so much fun playing for that two-hour all-star game it was sick it's the best playing with other good players yeah for sure especially guys that are like you know they know the responsibility and know like yeah just know how to play like at the high like that level it's like it's first first it makes your job easier like as an old guy as a d guy it's like you can trust like your teammates way more and then it's just so fun to watch the ball just like zip around isn't and it five on five <laughs> defense i'm a d guy right so i kind of like i kind of enjoy that side of the ball but yeah even like the defensive side of the ball when everyone like when there's five guys on defense that are just like moving as like kind of like one player almost you know what i mean like everyone's just like like a unit not like five separate guys it's like fun to watch like you go back watch film and stuff and you're like okay like we were like really dialed in this game like you know everyone's just talking communicating like the offense doesn't there's nothing they can do right mm-hmm. pick in switch in they're trying to do anything they can when you're just like when you're dialed you're dialed you're dialed yeah what's yeah. an ideal outlet pass for you guys coming to get the ball would you rather roll him the ball? Do you want oh, to pass no. him the ball up top? What's an ideal outlet pass? Uh, yeah, I definitely wouldn't roll the ball on anybody. I don't think. <laughs> Maybe like a bounce pass if I was getting like double teamed or something. I had to like throw it on the floor, to like bounce up to him. But ideally, just like snap it up to his ear and just let him run down the floor. Would you rather him go up to the red line, or I guess in NLL? I'm just picture me talking about hockey. Like, would you rather him be up at the red line, you zing it to him on speed, or would you rather him come to you, oh, no, just I, give him the ball? No, I, I like when people are running. Like, oh yeah, yeah. In I like well, I like getting ball, like passes when I'm like running because I'm trying to like go to the net. So like I, I'm sure most guys want the same thing. So L- lacrosse breakout is the most interesting thing to me because it's so easy. Yeah, but it's not. It's not at all. It's all right, guys. Fire guy, go to the boards. The defender pass him the ball. Then you guys start going on offense. But. It's not that easy. No, it's because the other D guys that are coming on to like press you are so athletic and stuff and so strong that it's like you can't run away from them and like they're so good with their sticks to like get in lanes and stuff. It's yeah, it's a challenge. Yeah, I've even seen the NLL like sometimes like we've struggled to get the ball over half just because like other teams are so good and like guys are so strong and physical. I've noticed with the NLL, the Thunderbirds, like having a good goalie with an outlet pass is key. Oh yeah, a goal. Well, I feel I guess in pro lacrosse every goalie's good with their stick but some, some are, man some are. having a goalie that knows how to make a breakup or an outlet pass whew, can help 
yeah can yeah. help i've been lucky uh like that's my game like obviously like you know running the floor like creating a transition like having christian last summer and then like dylan like this winter like two of like the baby like the best passing like goalies in the end like the world too so it's like you can be like 100 feet down the floor at the other net and they'll put it right in your stick it's just crazy they can throw better with their goalie stick than i can with mine no don't oh, say no, that man, don't for, say for that. sure man no for sure that's all they do because like i don't know like that's all goalies work like that's all you can work on as is, is, is a goalie passing is just like long balls to guys on the run they're like quarterbacks it's crazy yeah yeah that's a good just uh, just dropping it in there on the run no it's like impressive it's really impressive if if you miss it, it's your fault. It's like not their fault. That's how good they pass the ball. Yeah, I guess so. Some goalies are like some goalies are okay passing the ball. Like, like every goalie's good, but some goalies can hit you like anywhere on the floor. Like doesn't matter where you're at. Like full speed, like half speed. There's nothing better than a nice D guy who knows the transition's coming like four seconds before it happens, and he sprints to the bench. And that old guy has like seven steps on that last oh, yeah. defender, and then the goalie sees the whole thing go down, and then he's gone. Just on a rope. Yeah. It's the best. Just on a rope. Yeah. It was the best yeah. feeling. Yeah. I, re- I remember every year uh, we had. We usually had like a pretty. Nah, I'm trying to think of our goalies coming up. But I always tried to have that conversation with our goalie. Like, just look for me. Yeah. Like, I'll, if I'm coming off the bench, just look for me. Yeah, I'll be open. I'll be open. <laughs> yeah, I'll be open. Because it was the best way to get goals breakaway. And then you can't really go to the deep boys, hurry up, because they're working their ass off anyways. But having a defender, that one guy on like the top left, come right to the bench and sprint and you're gone. Oh, it's one of the more satisfying things in sports, in my life at least. For sure. It's funny you say that too. Like uh, our coach is big on – you know the play's not done until you get to the bench. So, yes. Like, if you're like, if you're kind of jogging the bench as a D guy, like oh, they hate like not as much a D guy, I guess, because like you know we, we get the ball on offense, we're kind of slowly going up if we have to. But if you're an O guy and you're jogging the bench, like when we're getting like ran on, like I've watched like coaches like like freak out because it's just like reverse transition. I think they're just getting breakaways on us, right? Yeah. So it's like that's always a problem in lacrosse is like, you know, the old guys, like they're all like the, you know, the pretty boys, like they score goals, <laughs> like they'll mess up and kind of jog. It's like, no, you got to get off. Like we got to go stop these guys from scoring. I've noticed there's a little bit more leeway in the NLL with refs not calling too many men. Yeah. Like, there's been times where the guy's not even close and that old guy's gone. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like uh, some guys and obviously like uh depends who's coming out too. Like some guys like have again, more leeway. Like I think it's more like personnel than it is like, the refs calling it like there's a couple guys I could like like come to mind like they'll go early and the refs just don't call it because they're just like they're vets just vets they've been doing it for like ten years yeah. and it's like if you call them now then it's gonna be like there's a there'll be a bigger problem so it's like yeah. it's better to just like let it go than, <laughs> than you know then it's like you're gonna hear about it all game and stuff so yeah there's definitely some guys that come to mind that can take off pretty early and that's yeah. it um, any welcome to the NLL moment uh well I mean I told you about the luggage the first time obviously but uh. <laughs> I don't know. It's the first time I got a training camp. Like, obviously, like, you you get signed to the team. Then, like, you're just looking at, like, rosters and guys, like, highlights and stuff. But I think just when I got to, like, training camp and realized, like, how small I am compared to everybody else. Like, just how big, like, people are. Like, even in, like, summer ball, like, you know, like, some of my teammates were bigger than me. But, like, I I was the baby, like, the small, just, like, height and, like, weight. Just, like, one of the smallest guys on my teams. Like, I've there's guys on my teams that are, like, 6'3", 6'4", 6'5", like, 220, They're just, like... Yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah, I'm 24, I'm a man, but these guys are, like, grown men. Like, they're, like, so strong, and, like, Dylan Ward, our goalie's, like, 6'5". Like, they're just, like, you feel like a child almost at sometimes. It's like, you know, like, you're, you're on the floor with them, and I'm like, I'm, like, the smallest person out here. Height, weight, like, it's crazy. 
He's a pit bull then. Yeah, you got to be. be a pit bull. You got to be. Yeah, you got to be the guy that they don't want to play against. And that's what I try and do. Yeah. Think about it though. Lucy's your lowest to the ground. Oh, yeah. Just hacking, You're right there. Just throwing that stick around. You can get your stick there quicker than the tall guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what I try and do. And if, if I can't pick it, I'm just going to hit it somewhere else where he can't go get it and I'll beat him to it because I'm faster than him. So. Do you like the turf? Uh, Yeah, I don't love the turf. I like it. I don't love it. I like concrete more for sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't I, like turf. Well, did I play on it? I just. It's like, I don't know, you kind of got to get used to it because obviously it's like all we play on, practice on and stuff. But yeah, I just find from like NLS Summer Ball, like you just feel a little more obviously grounded on the concrete. I just feel like I move a little faster and all that stuff. But yeah, the turf's definitely something you got to get used to. The ball bounce is different too. All that kind of stuff. So yeah. a little different picking up loose balls too. You like, I don't know, you kind of get a little more under it. You can't just like run by, like scoop it. Like it's not going to just roll in you. You kind of. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it was definitely like a learning curve. Like I think uh, my first time playing on turf, like a game was last summer, and then like went into the NLL, like probably playing like two games on turf, like ever. So it's definitely a it was an experience, but yeah, like I'm used to it now. I don't I don't hate it, but I feel like turf way better grip, but almost too good of grip, especially yeah. when balls are bouncing. Like everyone knows how an Indian rubber bounces on cement. Yeah, a little bit different on that y- turf. Yeah, I'm like a basketball guy too, so I'm used to like the hardwood, like concrete kind of stuff. Like there's a couple rinks in bc that have like hardwood like queen's park has like it's like a wood floor it's like a basketball court and burnaby's like the same thing that's like my favorite place to play lacrosse on a basketball court it's like it's like kind of in between but it's like yeah it's like in a, like it's like an nba hardwood kind really? of really yeah like yeah. in a rink in a rink yeah yeah it's awesome i'd like to see a photo of that that's yeah, I'll cool show you it after yeah queen's park yeah it's queen's like, park queen's park yeah it's in new west new westminster oh yeah it's like one of the oldest like arenas in Oh, like in lacrosse yeah something about me in old arenas yeah i don't even know if they put ice in it to be honest like why, why we can't put ice over wood no i think it's i think it's just strictly lacrosse like all year round yeah just the hardwood super nice like the lighting in there is awesome like it's like if you're on the floor you can't really see the crowd either no oh, yeah so that's how, like same as like the nba i guess like that's how they have the lighting but yeah it's like a super cool place to play do you ever play in uh dal housey were you are you old enough uh i think like one time when i was super young yeah yeah I like the old, yeah it wasn't like the the wooden roof yeah it was like the bleachers were on like the left side yeah 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 i played there like once oh that was my favorite once, one. favorite ring i think i was like peewee band i was i still like didn't even really like getting hit or anything <laughs> i remember when i was younger i didn't have bicep pads for the longest time so i actually like hated playing like i enjoyed it so much that i didn't want to stop playing but i, I wouldn't want to get hit because it hurt so bad I remember one time in that ring, I got cross-checked, like, right, like, right there. And, like, I was just like, I am never playing this again. Like, <laughs> Still got a bruise. I was like, Mom, this is ridiculous. Like, <laughs> That's why you play deep. I was like, we got to – no, that wasn't my – that was not my choice, actually. I was told I was playing defense, and I never switched back. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that happened. Who told you? Uh, Chet Konechny. That happened in probably, mm, like, midget first-year junior, I guess. Oh, yeah. So I played offense for Dartmouth, like, my first two years, and I went to uh, – Orangeville when I was in junior B, I actually went, I tried out as an O guy. I made it as an O guy. I just played my first game as an O guy. And then, yeah, just, they just didn't like what I was, what I was doing on offense. I remember I came in the room after and he was like, you're never playing offense again. I was like, come on. <laughs> Next practice show up and like, obviously offense has like whites. D's wearing black. He's like, Draper, grab a black penny. And I was like, oh, here it goes. No. I haven't switched since. What did you do on O that was like, no, I, can't. I don't know. I don't know if I was like, wasn't banging a crotch enough or whatever, but first game's a D guy scored too. So. He was like, I told you. And I was like, okay, like I, I trust you. I'll, I'll stay back here forever. Yeah, never changed since. No way. Yeah, I, I struggled with taking pride in D. I didn't take pride, and that's why I was just like, I just, I obviously I didn't want to get scored on, right. but I didn't take pride in doing that. 
double check. Is he is he still there? Or I always kind of looked for the interception. Yeah. The lazy forward offense fancy yeah. guy. That's yeah. me. And I just never took pride in like, okay, my guy's running up. I'll switch. You get him. And but guys that I've played with that take pride in D, they're just so man. Cardio has to be unbelievable. Your head, your I feel like you got to exercise your neck because you always got to be looking behind oh, yeah. you. You can't be comfortable. Your communication skills have to be so good. Yeah. Your stick, your awareness. It's almost like you have to be able to close your eyes and understand where everyone is around you. You got to sure. feel everyone. It's a, it's a experience you have to go through, I guess, to 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 know it, to feel it. But yeah, I just never took pride in taking that extra step to go follow my guy. Yeah, it's crazy. Like especially when you get to like uh like like that level, it's like those old guys are so smart. Like they move so well and stuff. And it's like yeah, if like everyone's not talking, if I'm like playing like up like top left, if my like the far crease guys like doesn't like. That guy knows what's going on like just as much as I do because oh, like, yeah. he's just doing both, you know. Yeah. And it's like uh, he's talking, yeah. Like the goalie's talking, yeah. Like when like a defense is really dialed in, it's like we're having like just conversations out there. Everyone's just talking to each other. Yeah, it's crazy. It's if cool. You, if you ever get into that moment where you're so dialed in, the game slows down. Yeah, it's almost like uh, I wouldn't say like uh, Steph Curry's talked about a bunch. Like uh, he's in like the flow state almost, you oh. know, where he's just like he's like it, I, like nothing can be explained. It's just yeah. like doesn't even feel like you're playing. I don't know if I've ever got to like that point before, because like that just like sounds like it's you must have in your younger days, like playing for the Bandits. You must have. Yeah, there's like times where you score a couple quick. You're like, all right, it feels like whatever I do, it's gonna go in. But like, yeah, definitely. There's like definitely times like yeah, you're just so locked in like that. Like you feel like you know you can do whatever you want. Like you're not gonna get beat. Like everything you do is gonna go well. I've been, I've definitely been there before. But like I don't know that flow state that he talks about. I don't think it's rare. I don't know if I'll ever reach it. To be honest, like I don't know if we have like the. Not the skills, I guess, but I don't know if like our game is like can be like uh, I don't know, like explained by that, I guess. Like, because obviously in basketball, guys like Steph Curry shoot the ball like twenty times a game, right? So it's like he's got he has guys picking him up at like half. I've just like a different kind of skill set, I guess. Like, yeah, you're pulling out from like forty feet and it's going in. It's like there's literally nothing that can be done to stop you, right? So it's like. That feeling, I don't know if I'll ever get that, but I think it'd be pretty cool. Yeah, it'd be something I'd like to experience, I guess. I always thought flow state could be achieved by interceptions, almost like, you know, you're hard up on a guy and you see a guy in your peripheral to the right that's going to pass to his left and you're guarding the right, guy right. and you play dumb and back off him a bit. Yeah. And then you know that pass is coming. You have to cheat a little bit, unfortunately, yeah, yeah. but there's been a couple times where I was in a flow state O, D transition and it was almost like I was cheating the opposite way in right. order to gain success. Oh, yeah. And it, it, it's a, awesome thing it's my favorite thing to do hopefully none of like my like uh, opponents are listening oh yeah but... sorry about that and i'll <laughs> yeah. don't listen to this episode yeah, no, no, yeah no but yeah i love kind of like baiting like the other guy like across the floor like if he thinks i'm not looking like last second you just like pick it off and go down the floor mm. score a lot of goals like that mm. yeah it's fun and you also uh, that's another thing that would frustrate me about the nll is you don't uh play guys enough maybe you do maybe video helps but yeah. playing here you just you knew everyone you knew yeah. everyone's tendencies you knew everyone's work ethic how far they're gonna run how fast they're gonna run if they like to hang out behind the net there was things you could just pick up on really right. quickly especially if you played against them your whole life right but i don't know nll is a different beast i'm sure yeah there's uh you can't cheat as much obviously in nll like again guys are so fast but like i've watched videos of like our old games like back in the day from dartmouth and stuff where it's like you would see like the old guys if they seen me like up top they'd be like they would just be like don't like on the power play they'd be like don't throw the ball over here because like driver's gonna like pick it off like 100 yeah. yeah like they, they would just like skip it like around me because like if we go to that guy that's gonna, flow state he's gonna pick it off and go yeah that's flow state yeah maybe i've been there maybe i've been there you've been there maybe i've been there 100 percent. if you know what flow state is and you can talk about it i think you've been there at least yeah, maybe once. I, maybe i have that oh, 
Well, hopefully I can get back there soon. Yeah, hopefully we can get a have a good training camp this year. And uh, like obviously the, the end goal is to make like the active roster and play every game. So we'll see how that goes. When do you head out? November. Yeah, first weekend's in Denver. We go Denver, Vancouver, Toronto, then back to Denver, and then after that weekend, we'll kind of have like the roster finalized. Oh, so you you just mentioned like preseason games. Sorry. Yeah, that's so like you head the, out November for training camp. Yeah, so I think our first weekend in Denver is like just practices, and then we go to Vancouver and play a couple of exhibition games. Then we go back to Toronto and play Toronto in Toronto, and then our last weekend will be like probably like more or less like the team finalized like practicing because we'll play the next weekend. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. good life. It's good. It's a quick turnaround, especially in NLL. Like, even, like, weekends, like, you get home, like, Sunday, Sunday night, and Monday you're getting ready for the games. You got to fly out again on Friday. You get bye weeks and stuff, so, like, it's not always, like, week, week, week for, like, 18 weeks, but... Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a lot. It's fun, but it's a lot. Yeah, that's what you worked for. For sure. For sure. It's like you wanted to get here. You're here now, so you yeah. might as well enjoy it. Like, let's well, keep grinding might through as well it. Might as well do it, yeah. You know? Yeah, it's exciting, though. Yeah, hopefully, uh Things will be good. Like, I don't really know how, like, our, it'll shape out, but obviously going to go and try my hardest, so that's all I can do. You said you were playing, you are just doing chuck around with the guys. You said tomorrow you're playing you yeah, your shoulder I, pads from Pee Wee. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know what's going to be. KJ just, like, texted a bunch of us, and he was like, hey, like, uh, we're going to get you guys some floor time just to be ready for training camp. Like, there's, like, I don't know, probably, like, four or five guys here that'll be in the NLL and stuff, and then some of the other guys that are like still kind of like taking it pretty seriously will be out there too. So we'll have some good goalies out there. I don't yeah. know if we'll scrimmage or just like do some drills, but be good. I haven't, I haven't even like, I've touched my stick since, but I haven't like played lacrosse like actually like since like our last game in beginning of August. No way. Yeah. Good. Like the break was good. Like obviously I'm still in the gym and stuff and it's like the body feels like way better than it did like during the season, obviously, because you just get like pounded all game. But yeah. good break. But yeah, I'm ready to go now. Ready to get back into it. We have like seven weeks still training, like training camp. So. Yeah, be good to get back into it a little bit. He sounds like us, just getting ready for the streaming season. <laughs> like our streaming season starts, so it starts this week, but it gets really busy, like in two, three weeks. Right, and we're just sitting here, like just waiting. Yeah, it's it's just that feeling where you just the the this these weeks are just not pointless, but you just want to get going for sure, for sure. It's just all right, let's go. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to that uh that first flight out from Halifax, like November second, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah, just back on, just back, back to work, man. <laughs> Isn't it fun though? Yeah, it's, it's a the good best. Time. Just such, it's crazy. Like the turnaround. Like we finished in June, and I was like, oh man, like that's not gonna come by for so long. And it's like we got the email like last week, and I was like, oh, like here we go again. Like feels like we almost like we're just like together like the whole time. Like it feels like I was with those guys like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Time flies. Time does fly, especially flies. summer. Yeah, it's crazy. Summer's gone. It's sad, actually. I love summer. It's my favorite time of the year. Obviously. Do you? Everyone, you gotta love summer. Yeah, not, I, I do like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm like growing up. I wasn't a big winter guy. I never played hockey or anything. And I'm just like a, I don't know. I'm like a, I just Grinch for the cold. Like I hate the cold. Yeah, crazy. I signed in Denver and I. Hate yeah. the cold. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it's actually not that. It's cold. not that bad. No, there was one time I stayed there for the one of the times I stayed there for the week, probably in February or March. It was like 35, just like a freak, like 35 degree weekend. So I had like my, you know, I'm wearing like my parka to games, like, like, and I like, I legit wore like my turtleneck and a parka to like this game, and it was like 29 degrees outside. Whatever, I don't know what it is in Fahrenheit, but I don't know either. Hot. Go check out a Colorado University University of Colorado football game. I'd love Deion to. Sanders. Yeah, up in Boulder. Yeah. Probably like Boulder's probably like 50 minutes from Denver. It's not like right around the corner. Oh yeah. But uh, I'd love to go watch one of those games. Yeah. That'd be sick. I'm a believer. I think I'm a believer. Are you? Two and zero. I think so too. I'm a believer. I, I'm trying to get into the NFL. I couldn't do it yesterday. 
for the for yesterday was the first week, right? Yeah. yeah, but I don't know. Deion Sanders, he sells a show. He does. He's he, like he, he turned didn't. I think last year they didn't have any wins or like two wins. Were, I think they were. They had zero wins. University yeah. of Colorado. And now they're two and zero, right? And they sold out their arena for like their home, like whatever it is. Like I don't know how much it holds, but yeah, they sold out for the first time in like so many years. They had uh, Shannon Sharp fly in. Is that his name? Shannon Sharp? Yeah. And uh, Stephen A. Smith flew into the game the other day. No way. Just selling. Probably boosting the economy. For People sure. flying in, hotels. Oh, yeah. Dinners. I can't blame Colorado's a beautiful place to be. I have heard. It's like the American Calgary, I guess. Like I don't know if that like offends anybody, but... Why would that offend <laughs> I don't, anyone? I don't know if people don't like Calgary. I don't know. <laughs> I've never been. I flew into once. Really? Calgary's yeah. super nice, too. Is I it? Like Calgary, too, yeah. Vancouver's definitely nicer than... I would say both of them, to be honest, but yeah, Vancouver is just crazy, like where the ocean meets like the the mountains and stuff. Yeah, that place is awesome. But Denver's cool. Denver's super nice. The mountains. I think it's just a mountain thing for me. I just love the mountains. Oh, yeah, they're like they look fake. Like there'll be times you're flying in, flying out. You're like those don't even look real. It's just like well, cause you don't. We don't get those here, right? Yeah. So you only get to see them like a couple times a couple times a year. But I'd rather the ocean. Yeah, maybe I don't know. No, I'd rather the ocean. Well, Vancouver's but, got Vancouver's got both, so both. Well yeah, said. Yeah, Vancouver's got both. I heard Calgary's actually a fun city to play in for lacrosse. Super fun. Yeah. I heard it's great. Yeah, they do. It, they do it good. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, like they get a lot of fans. We get a lot of fans. Like Halifax does a great job here. But yeah, Calgary's like they love it. Like the saddle, the Saddle Dome or whatever yeah. it's called. Yeah, the place. Or no, Scotiabank. Or I guess whatever. I, I think it's called Scotiabank. I Center think they now. changed the name. Yeah, but there's like 20 Scotiabank centers. That's so the same know. as called. Like I still call it like. Metro that, Center yeah, for sure. Oh, I don't even know what it's called. The Scotiabank Arena Center, Scotiabank Center, whatever. Metro Center is it? Yeah. Scotiabank Center, I think. Scotiabank Center. It's not Scotiabank Arena. That might be the one in Calgary. Yeah. 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 But I'm pretty sure people still call it Metro Center. Well, in Calgary, yes, Metro Center, <laughs> but they call it Saddle Dome. Oh yeah, I'm pretty it has, sure. It's, I didn't. I actually didn't realize until we got there. We played our first game. It's literally shaped like a. It's literally a, like it's called the saddle dome. It's shaped like a saddle. It's yeah. Li- it's literally like like a. It's crazy. I was like, that's crazy. They did that. I hear like the the fans feel like they're on top of you. Apparently, the upper bowl is really steep. Oh, it is really steep. Yeah, it's like that. And there's no like bad seat in the house. You could be at no. the ceiling and you feel like you're just no, right crazy. on top of them. Those are the best drinks. Actually, we went to a. I went to a Broncos game when I was in Denver, and we like bought the tickets like the day of, like me and a bunch of my teammates, and we were three rows from the top. Like fifty, sixty thousand people in there. We were three. When you're going up to like the upper upper bowl, it's literally like a ladder. Like you literally are climbing up it like this. <laughs> I was like, I couldn't imagine like getting pinned and trying to like walk back down that. <laughs> I couldn't even imagine. There's probably been so many wipeouts there. I couldn't even imagine. There's videos of people falling. I believe it. Like just after the game, just you know, big old Americans stumbling down, rolling down like a yeah. bowling ball. Just because we were just chilling. I almost like I, I watched people almost fall. I couldn't imagine like. Like trying to fight for your life, trying to get down those things. But it like, helped. Like I get it. Like it sucks. It's steep. But man, you you don't feel like there's a bad seat. Remember when we were in Boston? We went to Eastern Conference Finals. Same thing. Garden, two rows up from the ceiling. The garden's a good. I've I've been in the garden once. Too. It's a you, sick place. You there. feel awesome. Yeah. You're just like I'm not. I see every shot. Yeah. I can still see the coach, the players, the yeah. jumbotrons right here. There's no part of you that goes. Oh, it's a bad seat. Yeah. I didn't waste my money coming here. Like I feel great. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's steep. And if you got a little banged up, you could fall. Be tough. Yeah, it'd be tough getting down there. Oh, big time. Hopefully hopefully next time I'm like down like lower bowl, kind of right by the field or something. That'd be cool. Is Denver's rink nice? 
all these new ranks are nice. No bad seed. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Yara's is dope actually. Ball Arena is super dope. Ball Arena. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We play like same place like the Nuggets and the Avalanche. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. I've watched a bunch of games there too, like just like on our free time and stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. The fans are crazy. Like from our games to like the Avalanche to the Nuggets, like they love sports over there. It's a sports town. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, like yeah. NHL champs last year, like NBA yeah. champs this year. I think that helped for sure. Yeah. I would assume, like, having those guys win last year, then, like, everyone's going to both games, and the Nuggets were obviously sick this year. So, yeah, some of those games were, like, crazy. I watched uh, the Avalanche play the Oilers at that arena, and we actually seen Connor McDavid running stairs at Red Rock, like, the day before. No. I went, with, like, me and my buddy, he just happened to be visiting at the same time. We went and just go, like, look at, like, the amphitheater or whatever. There's this big line, like a bunch of people. It's like, what's taking so long to get down here? It was McDavid and Darnell Nurse, like taking pictures in like their workout gear. I was like, that is insane. This guy flew in like probably last night, plays tomorrow, and this guy's just doing. I was like, ah oh, man, like, this is, I was like, I feel like I should be doing these with them right now. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You maybe. should have gone up there with yeah. them. Hey boys, I, I'm playing here yeah, too. I gotta get my refs in. Yeah. Do you guys want me to start signing some autographs? Sorry about that. And I'll like, I would assume line. they were probably there for a while. Like, I remember Darnell was like super sweaty and all that. McDavid <laughs> looked like he didn't even break a sweat. It looked like he was just floating up and down these things. Just a freak athlete. Can't explain it. How are his legs? Are they huge? I don't remember. Probably Jack, though. Huge. Yeah. He's not a big dude, either. Like, it kind of, like, threw me off, like, just how, like, regularly sized this guy is. McDavid or Dreisaitl? Uh, McDavid. Oh, yeah? McDavid, yeah. Yeah, he is lanky. Just a regular dude. Yeah, it doesn't even look like he's, like, really, like, I'm sure he's, like, in shape, obviously, but, like, you see a guy like that on the ice, like, this guy's got to be, like, a machine. He's just, like, built like a regular dude. <laughs> just like the fastest person on the planet. Have you seen him play live or no? You yeah, saw, we've seen them you there, saw yeah. him. It was crazy. Unbelievable. Yeah. It was like he's just like head and shoulders better than everybody else on the ice. Yeah. Yeah. I saw him play in Vancouver and he looked like he was playing a beer league game. Yeah. Same with Nathan Nathan McKinnon though. Like he's out there, like those two are just like miles ahead of everybody else. They're just so much faster and stronger than everybody else. Nate, oh yeah. And you can just tell. Like they're just like wheeling by guys. It's like it's crazy to watch. And, it is. and I can't skate, so it's like it's really impressive to me. I'm like, well, I just don't even get how they can do that. You must be able to skate though if you tried. Uh yeah, like I haven't tried honestly, I haven't like put skates on in, like probably five or six years. I could like skate, but like the whole stop and change direction. I don't know if I was like had bad ankles or wasn't really like strong back then, but yeah, I don't know. I just haven't tried since. Cause I'm it's like, not that I'm, tough. I'm like, whatever, man. Like, I don't, I don't need to skate. I'm never gonna play hockey. So. This age, this this day, you don't, you're not gonna try to pick it up right no, now. Maybe like whatever. Let's say sometime down the road, I have a child who wants to play hockey. Maybe I'll put the skates on again. But <laughs> till then, I'm not touching them. Good stuff. Boys are like, hey, wanna go play pond hockey? I'm like, no, no like it's I'm, over. I'm good. That's funny. Yeah, you guys call me after, man. How much time are we at right now? 58 minutes? Oh, man, my bad. I didn't mean to. Do you have anywhere to be? I have absolutely nowhere to be, brother. You sure? Nowhere to be. Um, I guess moving forward from now until November, uh, hopefully going back to Denver, playing there, big dog style. Mm. What are you looking to do? What are you looking to improve on? Mm, I think the biggest thing for me is um, one thing is always confidence, especially at that level. It's like not that I'm not a confident guy, but it's like getting comfortable like, against like those kind of like caliber players like it's obviously like it's a lot different like everyone's like again like really good and stuff so it's like just being comfortable like and doing what i do and what i know i can do like a big thing's like especially that like you got to realize like what you're like good at and not good at and like why you're there it's like as a guy like i'm not going to be like working on like offensive drills and like pounding the ball on the back of the neck because like i'm just never going to do that in a real game so it's like defense like you know loose balls like that's a big thing that i was like picking up loose balls like you can like be like a eight to ten loose ball guy a game like you'll play like a lot that's eight to ten possessions that your team like wouldn't have got right so it's like 
that's a big thing and um obviously it's like strength's a big thing too like a lot of those like i said they're so big and strong right it's like trying to push these guys and like push them around it's like these guys are like 220 230 it's like it's exhausting too so like just obviously trying to get stronger and stuff like that but in the gym like trying to lift pretty heavy so good stuff yeah good you got a good head on your shoulders trying sounds like you know what you're doing trying just got to implement them yeah you gotta for go sure. for it for sure awesome yeah things are good just working working with my buddy's paving company right now oh yeah just grinding that's yeah. what it is yeah how old are you 24 yeah so you're doing the right thing just turned 24 yeah you're doing the right thing yeah uh you know zach harrigan you know who that is no it's from here just signed with the thunderbirds oh yes yeah someone just sent me his number uh like sack full same thing same piss different color it's whatever yeah yeah good guy <laughs> great guy yeah i mean yeah. i actually just started like this uh like training kind of thing like this like uh i wouldn't i guess it's a business i guess but like okay gonna run some camps and stuff for kids what's like, it called uh high high tide lacrosse okay nice quick plug i'll check it out go yeah, for it plug it away yeah quick plug yeah so we're gonna do that obviously try and get some camps going for some of like the younger kids like we talked about like obviously like do what we can to give back and try and get them motivated to kind of get to where we're at and stuff so love it yeah, it'll be good if you, if we can do anything to help out, let me know. Yeah, that'd be bring awesome. a mic out or something. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be good stuff. Mic up, Coach Draper. Yeah, get me yelling get at all the kids. <laughs> yeah, you yelling at all the kids. You should have yeah. came to the field tournament if you want to get a fucking good mic'd up session. Why I was you're yelling? Screaming. <laughs> uh, my voice was gone until literally like five days later. Because <laughs> you're so far away from them all too, right? Especially yeah, you're outside. Field, like field, like the the players are like 50, 60 feet away at all times, right? So you have to yell. But I was screaming. We call timeouts and like I don't know they'd be like all right Draper like go yell at them like that's where I got to so yeah I was like the yeah I was the mean coach but hopefully they didn't take any of that personally so here's hitting them with the stick the long pole oh no I wouldn't do any of that do it like this definitely yelling for sure yeah trying to fire them up I'm I'm just like a morale guy glue guy trying to get the boys going so doing what I could yeah I I forgot to ask does Colorado have a game is the schedule out no no Ah, when's it out uh I would assume a few weeks yeah I don't think we know a date yeah all right. I think they're – I don't know if this is, like, true or not. They might be changing, like, the schedule a bit. From, like, last year, it was always, like um, – it's been, like, all the e- – like, if you're in the East, like, Halifax, like, would never really cross over to the West. But I think they're changing now. So everyone's going to play each other at least once, get a little more parity in the league, like, get a little more travel for all those guys, too. But, like, so. you don't know if it would be, like, Halifax and Colorado or yeah, – you don't sure, You don't yeah. know. Okay. 50-50 chance, I guess, yeah. So we'll if see. the stars align. The stars align. All right. If we get blessed. Yeah. Be cool. I think it'd be cool. Absolutely. It'd be like a home game for the Mammoth, I think. That'd be fun. Yeah, it'd be fun. So we'll see, yeah, whenever that comes out. But, yeah, whatever. It's here, there, wherever we get to play. I'm looking forward to it. Go right. to some of the cities we haven't been to yet. I haven't been to, like, Georgia, New York. Like, I got to go to Buffalo last year. Didn't have not played, like, in Toronto's arena. We played them in, like, a, at the track, like, their practice oh, arena yeah. last year. Yeah. So it'll be cool to play in some of those arenas we haven't played in because I've been to, like, San Diego twice now, Vegas twice, Saskatchewan twice. So it'd be cool to kind of get to somewhere we haven't been yet. You got to mix it up. Got to mix it up, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. All right, well, I'm going to let you go. Thank you for coming. Okay, I appreciate brother. it. Appreciate I wish you the too. best of luck over these next 12 that. months. Appreciate that. And then you'll come back 12 months later, and then we'll talk about what you did. Have some more stories for you. Sound good? Pleasure being here, brother. All right, man. Appreciate you. All the best. Everyone listening, you know, I can't thank you enough. I don't have a job if it isn't for you guys, so appreciate it. Love you. Rope. Watching the sun bake All of those tourists Covered with oil Strumming my six string On my front porch swing Smell those shrimp They're beginning to boil 
It's my 